Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece, good night right here on 105.3 The Fan. We are live at Radio Row in Phoenix, ready for a fun day. I hope you guys have already been enjoying the day with Sean and RJ. You got me, Kevin Hagelin. You have Corey Majors, Mike Basick, and back in the studio, Mike's best nicknamed friend, Slim Scotty. Slim Scotty. Joey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Mike? Did the Stars win last night? They did not play, but they played a night against the Wild. They did win a couple days ago. Yeah, All in right. a shootout. Minnesota versus Minnesota, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we got to get after them. We stole their team, now let's steal their two points, you know what I'm saying? Now, we've got a bunch of fantabulous guests today, but I want to start off with Mavs fans. Oh, Would this I'm wearing it, a Mavs hat. Oh, so it's almost like it's for you. I talked about the Mavericks with people yesterday. Oh, my God. You guys are going to love this segment. All right. I can't wait. Mavs fans, would this additional big-name trade make any sense? And I mean from yes. both sides. I don't just mean from the Mavericks side. I mean from the Phoenix Sun side. I'm sure you have seen the news rumbling around as we are, what, about 28 hours from the trade deadline. The Mavericks trying to engage for DeAndre Ayton. Now, you hear Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr., you're like, neat. That's not going to work. <laughs> so I, I don't know if it's like, plus you get your 25 and 27. I don't know what else they're yeah. thinking of, but just those two, that ain't going to cut it. I think, unfortunately, it's really fun being here uh, in Phoenix where the Suns play at Radio Row with a whole bunch of media members. Is it at the Footprint Arena? Yes, we're really close saw? to that. We're just yeah. blocks away. Tonight's game? No. no, no, no. Just that's where they They're play. playing the Clippers. The oh, Mavericks are. Yeah. But it's a short flight. If yeah. you'd like to, after the show, just hop on a flight to L.A. and go watch. Would. Does the train take us all the way there? You think that we could go up on the tram? I don't know. But from what Sean Sharif going over to Phoenix Radio has learned is there's no way in the world that they are trading DeAndre Ayton in the next 28 hours <laughs> as they, the guy has just bought the team. I'm sorry I forget the guy's name, but just spent over $4 billion is just now getting the team that he's immediately going to send DeAndre Ayton to the rival Dallas Mavericks who pretty much ended Phoenix Suns championship aspirations last year. So, And it feels like broke DeAndre Ayton in yes. the process. Even right? though the last two games – DeAndre Ayton is really killing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's 35 and 16 last night, 31 and 15, right around that. 30 and 15 games, back-to-back games. So just looking at this situation, I would say that DeAndre Ayton is going to be a Phoenix Sun past this trade deadline. At the same time, I believe DeAndre Ayton will be on another team next year. I don't think he's going to be a Phoenix Sun next season. 
But I don't So he think signed that contract knowing that's the most money well, he could get with them. He signed with the Pacers. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then, and then they, they had the right, right to match. And they're like, well, we're not letting you go for nothing. So Phoenix never offered him a contract. Right, He right. had to sign with the Pacers, and then he got matched 24 hours, less than 24 hours later. So Phoenix is going to trade him. Uh, it's just a matter of I just can't imagine, Kevin, that Christian Wood and then the Albatross contract of uh, Joey Gallo Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. is going mean, to get done. I love Christian Wood. I would do that in a freaking heartbeat, yeah. but I can't imagine. I would throw in 25 and 27 first-round picks. I would say, screw it. We're all in. This is Aiton and Luca are what we're building around. Kyrie, we'd love for you to be a part of this too. That, yeah. that is a situation where, Kevin, you're talking about maybe trading draft picks where you're like, Hold on, you get three players potentially in different areas of their prime uh, playing for how, what, maybe two years together? Sure. And, like, that's a team right there that has all the things that you want because that's a dude that doesn't mind rebounding. I would like him to toughen up a little bit. That's the only thing I have is I want him to toughen up and be like, I'm a big man, and I'm going to play like a big man. Because a lot of times he plays like a small man that can, that is in the right spot. I kinda, Very finesse. Yeah. I kind of wonder if those last two games are his last-ditch effort to be like, look how attractive I am, <laughs> yeah. rest of the league. Yeah. Are you interested? Well, Come on down. Way more engaged than Anthony Davis was last <laughs> night with the Lakers. Man, Corey, did you see – the one person in the building not standing up when LeBron... He stood up for a second and then he sat down. But it feels like he stood up and then he saw he had, was going to take the shot and he's like, standing up's tough. Yeah, well, that's that's what I felt. I, I, everybody else okay. might be like, you know what? He hates LeBron. But for me, whenever I saw that, my first thought was, that's a dude that's always hurt. And he's just <laughs> like, I'm tall and I'm heavy and I want to sit down. Yeah, I just... <laughs> and it was the post game too, where he was like, Look, uh, you know, LeBron, I, we got a lot of respect for him. This is my theory. Behind the scenes, LeBron is trying to trade Anthony Davis. Uh-huh. And Anthony Davis has been informed through whether it's his agent. <laughs> his agent that is LeBron's like, company. He's <laughs> like, dude, like, you might be going someplace else. And he's not happy that he's possibly going to be the scapegoat on why the Lakers most likely, because I watched that game last night. Very fun to watch LeBron break the record. I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. I get he's arguably the greatest player ever. I'm, I don't want to have that argument, but he's in that that conversation. But they're not going to make the 10th seed. I, I know how close everything is. That's not a good basketball team. Because they lost yeah. that game. Yeah, they lost at home <laughs> to Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City's a better basketball team than the Lakers yeah. are. And the Lakers are completely and totally healthy right now. Anthony Davis played last night. Russell Westbrook played last night. Rui Hachimura played last night. LeBron had an unbelievable three quarters of basketball. In the fourth quarter, they could not compete with Oklahoma City, who they're kind of competing with for ninth, tenth spot. So you just look at it and go, what is the Lakers' future? And maybe it is in the next 28 hours. Maybe it is trading Anthony Davis for a bunch of expiring contracts and trying to, in a weird way, start over with next year a 39-year-old LeBron James. Did you know at the beginning of the game that he was going to break the record? I know. Yes. Because there were so many freaking celebrities there. And he brought his everybody. family yeah. and everything. And so if you invested in the next game tickets against the Bucks, you're like, oh, Corey, man. what's amazing to me, especially about basketball players, because they can dictate the game way more than a baseball player can, right? Like Aaron Judge has to have somebody throw him a home run pitch to hit a home run. Basketball players can take it into their own hands. If I want to score 40 tonight, the greatest players, no matter what, they can score 40 yep. if they need to. Remember every time it got close to Dirk's record, he's like, 
I'm going to do it now. Like I'm going to yeah. like he was he was done. His ankles were done. He couldn't really play anymore, but every time there was a record, he's like I'm going to get it done. I'm going to play great basketball for this moment and then I'm going to once I get to the record almost like back off. And LeBron was like, "Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to get 36 points tonight." Like there's no doubt in my mind and he did it so quickly and, and very so efficient. efficiently. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I, well, I mean, that's one of those – he was dreaming about it. You know, he visualized it before he walked into the game, uh, into the arena, and that's whenever the guy, the best are locked in. You know, when they're, when they're like, all right, tonight I'm doing something special. Or maybe if he, it's even like a, something pregame that sets them off, and they're like, all right, tonight somebody's paying. How many times you hear the story about Michael Jordan with uh, some random dude said something early, and he was like, all right, I'll show you tonight, 55 yeah. on you. But, yeah, man, he did it. He did it quickly. He did it efficiently. Uh, and it's a great place for him to be. Have you seen the pictures, the side-by-side of Jordan taking it? Maybe it was like a oh, game no. six shot versus LeBron and the differences in the background. Have you have you noticed yeah, that? Yeah, the, the last shot for him being a bull winning the championship. Is just everybody standing up. With this one with LeBron, everybody's standing up and holding their phones, getting yeah. their pictures. There's not a single person in the arena holding Look, a phone yeah. back then. Phil Knight was the one person who's like, I'm just going to watch. Which he is on the front row. I see the appeal of that, and you're like, "Here's my video," but you can be like, "No, I remember. Yeah, that moment. I watched it. Man, I saw. What I happened. watched it through my screen. That's not the way I want to see it. I rarely video things like that, but I am very happy. I videoed when I took my boys to once again a, a very historical moment. Adrian Beltre's three thousand tip. Yeah. And so I took my boys. I got lucky. I had bought tickets for that Sunday afternoon, thinking it looks like. This is going to be the day. Like about four days before, it was like, I think it's going to happen, and it almost happened Saturday night. So Sunday against the Orioles, it's happening. I'm up in the radio booth with Eric Nadell and Matt Hicks and Jared Sandler, and I videoed that moment that my boys got to see that. And I'm very happy I did that. But a lot of other moments, I just take in the moment. I'm like, I'm not videoing this. There's a video of this. It's called television. We're the KNC Masterpiece. Yeah, but this one's on my phone. Coming up next, we will talk with Super Bowl winning head coach Brian Billick right here live from Radio Row on 105.3 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Can't see Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan, live from Radio Row in Phoenix. Again, want to thank Rally House for being our presenting sponsor for this extravaganza this week. Remember, your home for officially licensed NFL gear, your city, your house, Rally House. And right now, don't be intimidated by the name, on the A number one hot seat, it is Super Bowl winning head coach Brian Billick. Good morning, sir. Good morning. You didn't realize this was a hot seat. Oh, okay. Turn me on. There, there we, go. we go. We did it. Say right from the get-go. <laughs> it is a hot seat, isn't it? Well, and I know I'm behind on this, but I want to congratulate you for winning the Super Bowl. Very well, well I appreciate done. that. That was, a, that, was, that was a while ago, but I'll take it. Always a good memory. Well, you, how, do you, how did you win the Super Bowl without a quarterback? That's what everybody oh always – Oh, my gosh. And that's tongue-in-cheek. I think you understand, understand that. The world thinks, hey, there's – and whenever we talk about quarterbacks, it comes to, sure. well, Trent Dilfer won a, yeah. won a Super Bowl. Can you explain that team and that some, some people might say they won a, the a Super Bowl without a coach. You know, so that's <laughs> fair. Uh, well, you know, thanks for stopping it by. Was, <laughs> it was it was a different time in the sense that we were in a uh, at that time. I think our Super Bowl, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, or, or New England. We were uh, there was a transition, a void of the great quarterback play. We were coming out of the Elways, the Mannings, the Aikmans, uh, the Youngs. And we had not yet come into the, the Mannings and the Rodgers and the Breezes. So th- there was a void of the great dominant quarterback play. So you could win a championship with great defense, run the ball, not turn the ball over the way we, we led the league in, in, in that year. And that was good enough to win a Super Bowl. It's different now. You, you still have to obviously do those things. But we are so deep in great quarterback play, as yeah. deep as I can ever remember. And I've been around this game, man and boy, for, for 50 years. Um, whereas in, in, in deep, good quarterback play, so you have to have one of those guys if you're going to if you're gonna have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Well, this kind of ties in. Just a couple of days ago, Trent Dilfer said the modern-day game does perhaps not impress him with. Not He was like, I love Tom <laughs> right. Brady, I love Aaron Rodgers, but it's not impressive because of – there's clearly more protections in place for offense in general and then especially the quarterbacks. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I'm asked all the time about that, that the defense, which I still believe is the best single-season defense in the history of the game. You know my follow-up will be better than 85, Bears? Uh, uh, but, but, again, like we were told all the time, that it doesn't matter unless you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. the fact that we had that scoring record and won the Super Bowl um, – at the very least, we all live in the same cul-de-sac. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but because the rule changes, that's yep. that's the other thing that that's kind of gratifying. I know that team takes gra- uh, gratification in the fact that record's never going to be broken, and that's very rare when you can say, "Well, records never," because they're always going to be broken. Mm-hmm. But because of the changes in the rules, which are right, because it's protective of the players. But Trent, you know, Trent, who was a very physical, tough quarterback. Yeah. Um, 
it was a different game. And the way that, that uh, you had to play the game and the physicality of the game, it is it's not better or worse, but it is a different game. And, and he's right. It's, it's, uh, he very much enjoyed that physical aspect of the game, and it's different now. Well, I mean, Kareem's ne- record's never going to get broken, so don't worry about that. Corey, guys. I don't know if you saw what, what happened last night. What it happened? did get broken. Are you serious? Okay, you know what? We're going to go. Out, we're going to throw that one away. That the culture that started then, and I mean, we you talk about that defense, it's still there, and yeah. that's what's wild to me is that y'all created something, and I don't know if it's front office or what, but I, I seem to remember like Ed Reed and and, sure. and Ray saying. When you walk in the doors, we work. And, like, that's where it started. Were you part of building that, or did you just let those guys grow it together? Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think I was a part of it to a degree. <laughs> the, the, that was that, that first Super Bowl group, I've always said, was there were a lot of characters, but there was a lot of character as well. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that, that I think I most remember about that team was those, those veterans that certainly set the stage they understood when we work we work and when we play we play and and they came to work every day and they came every sunday and were ready for game day and then the other things and obviously we talked a lot and had had a lot of passion for the game uh, with a lot of personalities whether it's tony saragusa or shannon sharp and i mean the list went on and on i was certainly known for for filling up the room <laughs> with a, uh, a a few quotes um, but there was a huge passion for the game, but they were ready to work. And then the, the defensive mentality and that physicality, which we emulated on the offensive side as well. I mean, we were the second rushing team in the league that year. and That was the combination that worked for us. Um, and then when you start to bring – and then an Ed Reed comes in and then Terrell Suggs, and, that they are raised on that and they perpetuate that. It really does become something that gets perpe- – like this is the way we do it. This is the – you used to call it the Raven way. And mm-hmm. everybody looks at it the same way to a degree. But it was a very, very much this is the mentality, this is how we do it, and this is how we're going to do it, and it's been sustained through all those years. So Baltimore, obviously, great team in competition while you were there to win it all almost every year. I'm wondering from a Dallas Cowboys perspective, Philadelphia Eagles here in the Super Bowl division opponent, how much in the offseason do you talk about your divisional competition versus maybe the conference competition and building your team in the offseason to possibly be better than Philadelphia? Well, you have to. It begins with that because you you got to know who you have to beat beyond just the rivalries of what do we have to do to win the division because you always take it in, in steps, right? What do we have to do to win the division? Well, this is a very physical division or it's a wide-open division. or you know, uh, so, so that's step one. Then, okay, then now the conference. And, and obviously you're just going to build the best team that you can. But, you know, we were used to obviously what used to be the AFC Central, now the AFC North, was always with Pittsburgh and at the time Tennessee, a very physical division. You knew, okay, if we're going to win this division, we're going to have to be physical. We're not going to do it any other way. And that, therefore, the division kind of took on that mentality. Now, the rule changes and everything, conference, like we said, uh, at the end of the day, you got to have the quarterback. It begins and ends there, and then you got to wrap the team. That's the thing that Philadelphia and Kansas City, to a degree, have done so well, is that they've embraced who they are via their quarterback, and they've bought all in. And you don't see everybody do that necessarily. Yes, you want to be the best team you can, but you've got to bring in the right players, and whether it be the unique style of Patrick Mahomes and what Andy Reid has done to make sure that their style matches that – or the physical style of Jalen Hurst, 
Uh, that team is replete with that. So they've done a great job of wrapping the personality of the team around their quarterback. Now I see the shirt. What I got to know is what's the story? What can you tell our audience about X-Tech? I also see the uh, shoulder pads. That's back right. There. Well, I've been with X-Tech pads from the beginning. Bob Broderick approached me years ago, and I've always been one to be kind of on the cutting edge of technology. And you knew uh, back then we were right in the height of got to take the head out of the game. Right. Yeah. And the changing technology, the way our players are trained and coached and learn with the technologies we have today. And they're looking at the iPads and they're practicing with virtual reality. Um, pads hadn't changed in since day one. Mm-hmm. In the old days, big guys had big pads and little guys had little pads. But now they're basically form fitted with the technologies X-Tech pads have brought into the market, the materials, uh, the, the way they're put together. They're basically form-fitted in terms of height, weight, position, injury history, as they should be to optimize the protection in what is a great game but is a very physical and violent game. And that's why we're the number one pad in, in all of pro football, the number one pad in major college football, uh, and now the high school. Uh, and, and high schools like, like uh, Martin and South Lake Carroll and Allen, oh. they're embracing it. Yeah. And are replete. Those are some big time yeah. the schools. Two, yeah. uh, the two teams in the Super Bowl, the majority of players are wearing X-Tech pads because it's the best pad, best affidavit I can get for it. I've got two grandsons that are just now beginning to play football. When we can finally get this now down into the youth, they'll be in X-Tech pads because it's the best protection you can have. Outstanding. Appreciate the time very, very much, good sir. And thanks for signing our charity yeah, football we'll as well. We'll do it. There All you right, go. guys. Brian Billick. Coming up next, we will talk with Fox's Kurt Menefee. Plus, somebody will get to chat with Mike Bassick and tell him that he wouldn't mind maybe punching Carlos Correa. That's what I'm <laughs> anticipating. We'll do all of that next. KNC Masterpiece, live from Radio Row on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. While we were talking about if any reviews are in for Cocaine Bear yet, nothing yet. Sorry, Corey. we still got a couple of weeks. And also, (laughs) look, it doesn't matter. That movie's review-proof for me. I will go see it no matter what. Now, we transition to some potentially sadder news is the NFL Network has pulled Michael Irvin from Super Bowl week appearances after a woman's complaint now this does not i'm not presuming guilt or innocence but it is noteworthy that they have pulled him from their coverage for the week because of something that allegedly happened sunday evening here in arizona oh man that is a uh, kevin i don't want to talk about that can we talk about something else instead i, I don't believe it happened but yeah no i uh, it's probably smart of them to make that decision yeah uh considering you know you don't want any of that running around now how far could that go? How serious of an accusation is that? And what could it be? So that's something we'll find out here in the future. Yeah, uh, definitely worth monitoring right now. Jumping on with us, it's Fox's Kurt Menefee. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good to see you. Now, what I really like right off the bat is we just talked to Brian Billick, uh-huh. and he was telling us about how X-Tech's been picked up with South Lake Carroll, Arlington Martin, yep. Allen, like some of the powerhouses in our Metroplex high school football yes, game. Why, why do you think that is? Because, one, it allows players to be healthy, which is the most important thing, particularly with young players. Uh, and I think that, that programs are realizing that, okay, shoulder pads have to be more than just something to block one guy from another. Right. It's got to keep 
guys healthy. He's got to protect them. Uh, and you don't see a lot of these AC joint injuries and things like you see with the old sure. big bulky shoulder pads. But they also see the pros working. I mean, you look at the Cowboys. I know Micah Parsons, Tony Pollard, Zeke, C.D. Lamb. You look around the league, Justin Jefferson wears them. He led the league in, in receiving. Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing. He wears them. Yeah. Nick Bosa led the league in sacks. He wears them. And so I think people see, well, wait a minute. If the guys at that level can wear these pads, be protected, and still perform, then why wouldn't I try to do the same thing? Do you do you think the Raiders wish they could take a step back and pick up Jacobs' fifth year option after <laughs> yeah, all? You think? <laughs> you think? We kind of hey. kind of dropped the ball on that uh, one a little bit, but you know what? You kind of get it. Oh uh, no, like, I do. He, he he had never had a year like he had this year. You got a new coaching staff and general manager coming in, yeah. so they're like, yeah, let's just see. Now, you brought up Justin Jefferson as well as part of the team. What I'm curious about, we asked Jerry Jones about this couple months back is Jefferson had an amazing season but whether it's a running back again wide receiver will it take only record-breaking seasons to win MVP I know offensive player of the year but I mean like I, yeah outside of a quarterback I think we've, we've you know it's that way with the Heisman I mean I could see that yeah. no, outside of a unless someone has a, you know a 2,000 yard rushing season in college yeah you got no shot if you're not a quarterback anymore because everything, all the attention is focused on the QB. And I think, I think it's sad in a way is because it? you look at players, the players at all positions, but the quarterback gets all the credit. Did yeah, Tom Brady ruin the ruin football then? <laughs> I, I, I blame Tom Brady and Michael <laughs> Jordan. Tom Brady and Michael Jordan made it too unattainable for anybody in the future to, to do those things. To a certain degree, but at the other side, Maybe Tom Brady made it easier because we all will sit here and go, well, nobody's winning seven Super Bowls. So you don't even chase that goal. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is like, yeah, it's unrealistic. So if he wins two or three, wow, he's still special. Mm-hmm. That's like what Bill Russell did. You're like, 11? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. That's exactly. too many. Nobody, I, can't. I, I can't count that high. I'm not even going to try. And then Jordan reset it at six. Now yeah. everyone's like, okay, maybe. Yeah, so manageable. maybe maybe Mahomes will do four or five, and everyone will be like, okay, I can be in the Bradshaw, Montana yeah. group. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not a bad category to Not be at here. all. No, well, we don't like Terry Bradshaw here for obvious uh, Dallas exactly. Cowboys base reasons. Uh-huh. But yep. you understand. Even though he lives down there. Yeah, yes. he's a good guy. Yeah. Come on. Oh, fine. Let us a win. huge Steelers well, fan. Let us yeah, win, win one of those money. Super Bowls yeah. in the 70s. Well, you can't change history. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> well, that chat box? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're working on we're some gonna stuff. We're going to change it. Exactly. I have a Cowboys question for you. Obviously fell short of getting to the Super Bowl again this year. We look at the offense and add this question for these guys. If you could only add one kind of somewhat really good player, mm-hmm. would you add a good running back to the Dallas Cowboys or would you add a good second wide receiver to the Dallas Cowboys? I would add a good wide receiver. Uh, well, let me say it this way. Assuming Tony Pollard is able to come back. Yeah. I Because th- I, I think Pollard is is special. Um, and so it's so sad to see him you know, break his leg at the end of the season. And hopefully he's able to come back and be full strength. So I'm going under that assumption. If not, then I think you have to go running back first. Because I, I don't know if, if we're ever going to see Zeke be what he was before. Uh, at this stage of his career, I, I am, you know, I'm never in anybody's pocket. You get what right. you can get, but it's hard giving a running back a second contract. I mean, they rarely perform to that level for that long. Derrick Henry is one of the few guys that's been able to do it, but Derrick Henry was able to do it because he barely played on his first contract. Um, but I, I, I think that wide receiver is a place that the Cowboys could definitely use some improvement. Uh, and if they do, you know, maybe they make another step. 
Maybe. We'll see. The NFC East is going to be tough. Obviously, you got Philly. You see where they are right now. They're guaranteed not to win next year, though, because we never have repeat winners. So yeah, we're looking great. But, but the, the Giants are coming up. I do think you may laugh. I think Washington. I think there's a lot of talent in Washington. They uh, need a quarterback. I, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think the problem is there's just so much instability in that organization. It's hard for them to win. But my point is, I, I think the NFC East is, is going to be, it's not the laughing stock anymore. Oh, sure. Yeah. Kurt, so, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious about behind the scenes with Jimmy Johnson. Yes. Does, is there part of him that as hard as like, why not, Jerry? Or is that like from your. You mean like Ring of Honor? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, honestly don't believe so. Okay. And, you know, I, I talk to Jimmy probably every day. Yeah. Including the offseason. I, I think he's past that. Would it be an honor? Sure. But I think that there's so much scar tissue there. Yeah. That, you know, after a while, you're just like, hey, I don't care anymore. You know, it, it's, it, it's like breaking up with an ex. For a while, it hurts. And after a while, you remember the reason you broke up. And then after a while, you just don't care anymore. Mm. And, okay. and that's how yeah. I, I think it is. I've, I've met a lot of Cowboys fans. That really hit home. <laughs> now, I'm hoping you can help us out settle this for the last time with people. We get... All the time, folks in the Metroplex are like, the NFL is rigged against the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I think is absurd. First of all, if no. anything, it's rigged for the That's Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you see the ratings numbers they yes. bring in? Every network fights that would be how many Cowboy games That would get. again be Tom Brady setting it too <laughs> high. The, the ratings would be too much. That was our contention, that if – Y'all and all the TV executives could rig the NFL. You would 100% rig it for no the Cowboys. Question. The Cowboys would win every week in a close game. I mean, they're a ratings machine. You know, we talk about the numbers, and you see, I mean, the NFL overall, yeah, 85 of the top 100 programs in television are NFL wow. games. But if you look at all the top 10 games, they're pretty much Cowboys. Yeah. You know, it's, it's Cowboys versus Packers. Cowboys yeah. versus – Cowboys are always involved. Sure. And it doesn't matter whether it's CBS, NBC, Fox. The Cowboys are a ratings draw. So if anybody wanted them to There win, would be four of us. Exactly. Yes. See, he gets it. I have one – I have maybe one last question, okay. Kurt. My father-in-law, you were his favorite sports anchor. Oh, my God. I know he's listening right now, too. So, uh, but, like, he talked about you does, all does the time. Does he drink early in the morning? Uh, probably what's going yeah. on? Know your audience. He just, like, he still to this day, whenever we sit down and he talks, he's just like, Kurt Menefee was the best. He goes on. Oh, well, but he thank always you. He always tells the story, and I was hoping maybe you can confirm. Okay. Were socks involved? <laughs> is is socks uh, the reason? Because he always tells me that. And I'm like, no way. It, well, I don't know if that's the reason I'm his favorite, but I, I really appreciate him uh, being uh, someone who, who is a fan of mine. I guess is probably a way to put it. Uh, yes, socks. Well, there's a story involving yes. socks. Yes, let's say it that that's way. That's the story he tells. So me. when I was working at Channel 11 there in Dallas, um, I had a news director who liked to show everybody he was in control. So you know how hot it is in the summers in Dallas. Sure. Yes. So you got to also go back. This was the 90s. So I would wear, like, you know, boat shoes, but I wore no socks on. But I was dressed. I had a pair of slacks on, nice shirt. So I would go out to Arlington Stadium where the Rangers played. It was 104 degrees. Absolutely. Which is, by the way, I think one of the worst things they ever did was take away the temperature there. Because when that temperature was up and the visiting team would come in and they see it's 104 degrees. They give up. They give up. <laughs> now they, they go, oh, it's nice and air conditioned. Let's, let's anyway, so I would go there and I would wear dress nicely, but I'd have boat shoes on. But I didn't wear, I didn't wear socks. I just, I just didn't like wearing socks. Same. So he called me in his office one day. He's like, you got to start wearing socks. I go, what? 
He goes, yeah, w- when you go out in the stadium, you got to start wearing socks. I go, why? When I'm on camera, nobody sees my feet. He goes, because I told you so. Which was the wrong answer, <laughs> especially to me in my 20s. Mm. So it was one of those things that's like, look, you're not my father. You don't tell me what to do, which is the wrong answer to give to your boss. <laughs> I okay? hear you. So, so it was one of those things. So I'm not saying that I was right by any means, but it just seemed like it. What was the point of me wearing socks? Mm-hmm. It doesn't show on television. And so I wound up. He was like, OK, well, you go home today. Uh, you're suspended. I'm like, fine. I go home. I go home. I'm home for maybe 15 minutes. The general manager calls and says, hey. Meet me at Arlington Stadium. I'm like, okay. So I show up. It's and hot I, out there. Exactly. <laughs> I want to meet him, and he's like, look. And we, we, we worked it out. But the story wound up in the, in the Dallas Morning News like a couple days later. <laughs> I'm like, how do they know? You know, it was supposed to be a private conversation. So that's where the this, this sock story, I'm sure, that uh, your father-in-law has heard. Man, that Things is. Things worked out for that, him, Yeah. So. I, every, every time you advance, you were like, in your face, Channel 11. <laughs> um, and my father-in-law said the same thing yeah. for him. So. I love it. Appreciate it very, very much. Always good, good to sir. be on the Big D, man. S- yes, thank you very much. And X-Tech. The shoulder pads, the equipment, it's good enough for Allen, South Lake Carroll, Arlington, Mart. Good enough for your. And Micah Parsons. Yeah, good (laughs) enough for most. Thank you very much, good sir. Appreciate it very much. Good to be out with you guys. There you go. Kurt Menefee, Fox, obviously, all of the lead-up to the Super Bowl. I hope this is not news, but the Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday. You should have probably been prepared for that. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It didn't work. Our attempt to get Kurt to confirm that the NFL was not rigged against the Cowboys. The very first text I saw was, that's BS. Nice try covering it up. I'm a Cowboys fan. I also would like the NFL to be rigged for us. I'm just telling you, man, the numbers would be so high, they wouldn't know where else to put them. So they'd be like, I mean, how can we ever attain that again? We just used uh, our, our, I can't say that word, but we just used it up. So. Oh, now I'm really curious what that word it would had to, have been. Yeah, you it's know. probably the F word LeBron James just said uh, on TNT last night after <laughs> the record. I know, like, it was really the, funny. Like, did you really need to throw the F word out there at that point? Like, you broke the record. He's like, yeah, effing awesome. I'm like, all right. Like, all right. What I want to know in the fan text, 877-881-1053, or the Tolos or the Twolos, is what's the most ridiculous reason perhaps you've ever been suspended or fired or whatever because he said just suspended and his suspension lasted for about 15 minutes mm-hmm. unless you want to count the drive up to Arlington Stadium then maybe we're talking 45 minutes to an hour depending on where you lived in the Metroplex I don't have a good story because the reason I got fired was probably legitimate when I you know maybe kicked out that guy I don't think it was legitimate dude they stole and that stealing is wrong that's one of the seven deadly sins that is, <laughs> that is a great point I should have brought that up that could have saved my job if I was like Hey, look, before you fire me, would you accept a murder in here? And uh, that's, wow, that's one of the seven deadly sins. Would you accept gluttony? And ex- well, they did. I worked there. <laughs> and, and so when I was leaving my regional regional manager, district manager, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, that person. Yeah, she goes, I'm really sorry about this. And this is where I go, you should be. This is BS. I like it. But I'd already been fired. What is going to happen? They're going to double fire me? Nobody will ever do yeah. that. Well, Unless they hire you back and then fire you again. Well, guess what? I'm in still in business and they aren't. Well, so. there is one, uh, I believe, in Portland. Oh, yeah. What DJ told me yesterday. Yes, I did. And they made a very terrible show about it on Netflix. Did you know that show already got canceled? It should have been canceled after the first episode. How Did you just get through one I got episode? like six episodes in when i was just like okay that's enough like it never got funnier you know those ones that you're like okay it there's still there's still episodes 
But it just never gets funnier. Yeah, yeah. it didn't. I got four episodes into Blockbuster, and that show was made for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't. Yeah. What, did, it, did they have any reality? Because, like, when, with waiting, there was this idea that waiting had, like, a lot of, oh, yeah, we all scratch our hair and put, you know, dandruff in your steak and stuff like that. But that's not real. Right? I, no, I don't think so, because my biggest issue was their work matrix. I was like, maybe the fact that you have every single employee at the store when there's two customers, you probably should have rethought that model. Well, it's their switch. It's their shift change. They're just hanging out and talking to okay, each other. Okay, well, that is definitely unrealistic, <laughs> because if you've ever worked in retail, I think it's great if it's this utopia where everybody hangs out. But realistically, my shift is over. Where the hell is Steve? Like, it's it's 501. Uh-huh. Why was it Steve already here. But if Steve's there, do you hang out and talk to Steve, or do you just immediately leave? No, man, you go. And if you work the night shift, you go to the Denny's that's across the street or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you might be right. I think Blockbuster, La Quinta, and Denny's were all next to each other all the time. The Blockbuster I started working at where I did not have as aggressive shoplifting run-ins. There was a Denny's in the same and La park. Quinta. Yeah, in the this, this Oh, the is next a, one. This the is a different one, one yeah. And I we, used to think La Quinta meant next to Denny's. I think that is a very popular phrase. And so we would always go to Denny's because, you know, you get to that point where it gets too late by the time you close to do too much, but you're not ready to go home. And so Denny's it would be. All right, guys. Changing the topic a little bit. Why? Why is this person hacking my Instagram all the time? <laughs> is that still happening? What's the point? Oh, like, yeah, everybody's now sending me, guess what? You're, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about my Instagram. I don't know what this person is getting out of hacking my Instagram. And you know it's not Mike straight away because he sends Facebook or DM messages that go, hello, how are you doing? Mike would never start a conversation no, like that. Mike's going to text and say, hey, Farthead, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, that's how you're getting it from him. I'm just so frustrated and So it happened again? Well, it's, it's just constant, right? Yeah. This per- I don't get what they get out of it. Yeah. I, I, that's the one thing that, like, hey, they've hacked your Instagram. They're not putting anything negative on my Instagram. I guess they're trying to, unfortunately, I think, whoever I guess my friends are, or people following they me. DM them? Tr- yeah, it's trying to get some sort of, I don't know, money from I don't know, like... I've never asked for money in my life on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter or anything. So I'm assuming if you know me, why in the world would you think I need your money? Have you ever followed the path of the scammer? Like, I had a scammer on Facebook hit me up, and of course they have the preposterous picture of some gal, and you're like, bull crap. I decided to engage one of these people and see where it went. And they were like, hello, how you do today? And, you know, you're like, okay, so we're definitely we're definitely being scammed. And I engaged them because I wanted to see what the end goal was. It took forever. And finally, they were like, hey, I started this new line of purses and I really think you should invest. At that point, I turned on them and I go that that's what I waited all this time for. Get your bull crap out of here. And their response was. Oh, Kevin, why do you speak to me in such ways? Oh, no. <laughs> they were like, that, so they were trying to play the victim card. It d- didn't didn't work for Unfortunately, me. now they know your typing patterns. Like, that's what they collect. They collected data from you without you even oh, knowing, no. dude. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, ha- that's yeah. what they were doing. Because that's the first time that's ever happened on Facebook. Well, you they collect your data all the time. Kevin, it's very difficult to get information off uh-huh. of your phone, all right? Uh-huh. Like, it's very difficult. But new apps are finding out how. And that's why the state of Texas is banning all apps uh, in the future. Okay, so you think the TikTok thing is just the first What? Yeah, no, man. So in the state of Texas, pretty soon 
TikTok will be taken off of our phone and we can't no. see it anymore. No, I thought in, it was just incorrect. for government government employees. Yeah, okay. but the way that it was the way that it was said, it kind of made it sound like, "Whoa, hold on, that's yeah. what, I can't do something in my state." But no, that's and that's the way that it should be in government positions, right? Or yeah. like at schools, right? Or something like schools, you can't have TikTok at schools. But well, that's maybe for concentration for the kids. I don't know. And so that was one of the things is Jess's computer when she was teaching her computer and her phone i do believe were school issued and okay. so at any point if anyone wanted to do a freedom of information act or anything like that because she was at a public school or the school required information off her phone and computer so she had like several separate personal ones and everything like that yeah i also don't think it's the end of the world if a government employee can't have a tiktok on their government issued phone but i could see why that drove people crazy because I also saw the headlines. It's like, is TikTok becoming illegal in Texas? <laughs> and I thought, well, what's Corey going to send me now? I will, yeah, I will be so bored. Uh, I'll just be like, now I have to send Kevin texts, you know, or like, uh, you know, something from Instagram. Guess what's going to happen then? It's going to get hacked. What if I canceled Facebook and Instagram? What if I just got off of that completely? That's, yeah. That would help, right? I guess I, somebody, would. somebody would just build a Mike Bassick account like I, and act like you. They I mean, would build a catfish account. I, if you're on Facebook and you're with me or Instagram and you're with me, thank you. But I don't – like, it just doesn't dominate my life. I probably go to Facebook once a week. I probably go to Instagram. I probably go to Instagram once a day, but I don't post but once a month maybe. Yeah. So I'm just like, maybe I should just cancel all this stuff. By the way, I, I mean, I don't think that's a bad idea. Somebody followed up from the 940. I got fired from Cracker Barrel because this couple came in two minutes before close, and I brought them waters and ordered them two meatloaves because it was the fastest item. Don't go into a restaurant to sit down and eat two minutes before close. I've never worked in the restaurant industry, but I could see how... Not that you wouldn't give them the best service, but maybe you would not because you're like, eh. So I was very new to the business, Kevin, uh, the, the restaurant business, whenever I was waiting tables. And one night a table came in really late, and I sat them. I was a, a host at the, at the time, and the waiter came up to me and yelled at me. And I was like, what do you mean? And my manager was like, dude, we're open still. He's like, I hate it, but, yeah, we're open still. Yeah. But now we have to cook for one person. Lights are on. Uh, you know, the bartender has to stay. The yeah. kitchen has to stay. Yeah. Everything's going for one person. So it really does kind of change that for sure. I, I could see that. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, former NFL QB and the man who Bassick brought up rookie cards of. It's Jake the Snake Plumber next <laughs> right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.